And welcome to Everyday Leadership, a podcast where you get to listen and learn how to lead yourself personally and professionally through the lessons and life experiences my guests share in the hope that it challenges and inspires you to lead yourself from the inside out and not the outside in. I am welcome to Everyday Leadership. It has been a minute. It's been a month. The last time you heard my voice, the last thing you heard me saying was I was taking a break. That's exactly what I did. I switched off. I deleted LinkedIn from my phone, first time ever. Locked off social media and just disconnected completely. And I must admit, it was amazing. I must also admit, all the naysayers that told me, that's a crazy move to do. You can't delete social media. At least schedule posts, do all that kind of stuff. Nothing happened. The podcast is still there. People have been listening to previous episodes, which I absolutely appreciate. My social media account is still there. Some moving, some not. Doesn't make a difference. But I really wanted to lead off with that because when you decide to do things which might seem different and radical to people, you're always going to get that negativity. You're always going to get the naysayers who tell you, you can't do this, you can't do that. The reality is, until you do it, there are certain things you're just never going to find out. But more importantly for me anyway, I didn't want to be a slave to things that are supposed to be tools. And we can easily get into that space and that state when we start to place a higher um, importance on things that are supposed to be tools that we're supposed to use. You see it happen a lot of times with money. When money becomes your God, when money becomes your idol, when money becomes your 100% focus, you begin to do things for money. And you stop leading with value. You stop leading with intention. And you just start to execute and operate. And this is something that we find frustrating in a lot of corporate spaces that we work in. But yet we also can easily shift into that if we're not careful, if we're not intentional. I didn't want to be a slave to any LinkedIn platform whatsoever. I didn't want to be a slave to my emails. So I made it very clear to my clients, offer the next month, I'm out. I didn't say a word on any other social media platform apart from the podcast and I just locked off. Like I said, it was good. I absolutely enjoyed it. Well, did not implode. Sometimes stepping back is the ultimate step forward. Rest helped improve my creativity, improve some problems that I was kind of navigating and thinking about because I was able to come back feeling refreshed, feeling revitalized. My brain opened up, which is not a surprise because neuroscience evidence already shows that's what happens when you take a step back. Science backs it up, evidence backs it up, backs it up. And my step back involved me traveling with my family to visit Haiti um, to get some real education. We had some beautiful. I don't. I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a coffee drinker. Um, but we saw them making it right from like the, the seeds and then grinding it up and then actually brewing it. And I was told by my family who all drink coffee, it's absolutely remarkable. Had some peanut butter mixed with cayenne, again, made from scratch. Absolutely amazing. And that's a real, like, education 
And real talk, because even the, the place where we visit in Haiti was still kind of locked up and excluded from the rest of the of the country because it wasn't necessarily safe for us to do that. We were to spend some time with some of the locals, see where they lived, and just talk about the country, the state of it, um, how much obviously doing a tour like that actually helped their economy in that particular area and what difference it actually made, talking about school systems. So it was quite good. We really enjoyed it as a family. Went to Jamaica, saw some family. Um, we had to bring back some stuff uh, from my mother-in-law. Um, get some, you know, get some top of some some rum, some other drinks. Getting ready for that that Christmas cake, um, and obviously have some juicy patties. And you can't watch me, cannot do that. Come on, come on now. And then we went to the Bahamas, which was just a beautiful, beautiful space. Has one of the best beaches in the world, which is not a surprise. It was absolutely magnificent. And then we went to the US. We spent some time in the US as a family, just playing games, going out, and taking ourselves shopping. But for me. That period of time, spending time with those who I love the most, those who I learn from the most, those who challenge and annoy me the most, was the best way I could just kind of switch off. Like I said, I'm back down. It's Q4. It's Q4. Where's your head at? How are you finishing this year? This year has been a roller coaster for a lot of people. I spoke to so many different people in different spaces, those who are in corporate, those who are entrepreneurs, and they've both said exactly the same thing. This year has been an absolute roller coaster. However, we are in Q4 now. It's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. As someone who is an athlete and do different challenges over the years, that's a quote statement, a phrase that has stayed with me constantly and applied to every single area of my life. It is not about how I start, it's about how I finish. It isn't about how you start this year, it's not about the roller coaster. it is about how you finish. And with that in mind, I wanna ask you three questions. What is crucial for your year end game plan? What are the steps, what are the things that you need to do? And some of those steps might feel very audacious, that's okay. What are those audacious steps that can flip the script for you, that can change the game for you? What are they? And by the time you get to December the 31st, what would you want to say you are proud of, that you've done, that you have achieved? Listen back to those questions. Take some time, reflect on them, and write them down. This is not about storing stuff in your head. When you write things down, you're more likely to remember and take action steps that when you just think about it in your head. Don't save your best for last. Give your best in the last, in the last quarter. Now is the time. And a way to help you do that, could be exec coaching. That's not a surprise I said that. I'm an exec coach. And I must say a common misconception that I get at other times is that coaching only focuses on those who are struggling or those who are in dire straits. And that is far from the truth. Think about your greatest athletes. For me, MJ, MJ is a GOAT. MJ had coaches. He had coaches to help him with his game, to help him with his nutrition, and to help him with his mindset mentality. Might be LeBron. LeBron even goes even further. He spent millions of his own money, not even what the, the team pays for his own money. Think about artists. Artists have coaches. 
musicians, athletes, actors, actresses, every single area, people need coaches. So it's not just about when you are struggling. You can be hitting the high streets, the high performance. You can be making seven, eight figures and you want to go to that next level. We all need someone in our life. And if you want to really kill this quarter, coaching might be the thing that helps you to get to that transformation and help you to achieve, to achieve the goal that you have just spent some time thinking about. A good example comes to mind. Um, the client I work with in, in the C-suite, I'm going to call her Sarah. It's not her real name. And she was amazed at what she does. High performer. But she also recognized that even though she was a high performer, there were areas in her personal life and in her personal life and professional life where the boundaries had, there were no boundaries. Let's just be real. There were no boundaries. She wanted to, to create some, but she was struggling with that. She recognized that there were certain things in her professional career, again, that she was not happy with. She had been in her particular company for about 10 or 12 years. She had gone to the C-suite, absolutely amazing. Probably had about 30 years of, of experience. But there was something that she knew that she wanted to step into. And she had thought about it probably five or six years ago, but she was still scared to do so. Part of our coaching was around taking her time to really reflect, to gain that clarity, what's important to her as a person, not as a C-suite exec, not as a mother, which she was, not as a wife, which she was, not as a friend or whatever, what is important to her as a person. We reflected and then we gained some clarity, some clarity about the things that she was scared to say out loud, but were really deep there inside of her, some challenges that she wanted to overcome in both her personal relationship and her, and her um, personal relationship and a professional relationship. We took some time to it's a walk at her like motion, beliefs, fears, writing things down. That's the clarity bit. And then working and taking authentic action. That's what coaching is about. For me, it's reflection, clarity, authentic action. And I say authentic action because the action steps that you take are unique to you. They're aligned to you. They are doing the things in a way that works for you. This is not a cookie cutter. You do A, you get B, you get C. There's some people who do A and they get E. And then they go back to C and then they go, that is how it works. It's a very unique, tailored experience to you. But the similarity between every single thing that you do is the fact that you get gold. Sarah saw a 40% increase in her company that she was working with. She was happier, healthier, and more fulfilled in her personal life. She had harmony. I don't talk about what like balance, but I'm believing what like balance. I believe in harmony, which is a recognition that there are times when it's like it's ebbs and flows. There are times when it's like I can show up and be there for my kids in this particular way. And there are times when I have to fall back and go hard and work in this particular way. However, what I can do is communicate differently to my children, to my partner. So it reduces and removes some of the acrimony that was there, some of the regret that was there, some of the guilt that was there, and it changes that environment and um, make things a lot better. What the ways where actually I can bring my kids into my world a lot more rather than keeping them separate for it so they understand a bit better. 
What are the ways where I can create better boundaries and fallbacks when I'm home? I'm home. When I'm at work, I'm at work. What would that look like? How can I speak to my CEO about certain things that I was not happy with and I just nodded along with, but now I recognize that it really has something eaten at me and I had to push back. She did all of that. It was not an easy journey. But she did it. She accomplished it. And that's what coaching can help you do. Again, unique experience. It's about moving you forward. It's about helping you navigate the incredible amounts of pressures, responsibilities, countless decision-making that can impact hundreds of thousands of lives that a lot of senior leaders have. Leadership isn't just about strategy and execution. It's also about you, your personal growth, your personal development, your self-awareness, your increase in emotional intelligence. These are the things that help you as an individual grow. I say it time again as a trap line for this podcast. Leading from the inside out, not the outside in. If you don't grow as a person, how can you lead other people? As a husband and as a father, one of the reasons why taking time out and having holidays, which we've done as a family, has been important to me from way up is because that's the time and period in particular where I just have my complete attention on the family. Complete attention. Now, during day-to-day, we spend time together, we talk, we chill, we laugh, I know what's going on there, I know what's going on in the mind. We, that's there, we have great relationship. But I just completely switch everything off and I just focus solely on them when we're in that period of time. And there's so many things that come out. There's so many things that come out from years and years. My kids are now 16 or 14. Years and years ago, they'll bring up, they'll share, oh my gosh, me and Anaya and Isaiah, my two kids, we did X and your, your mom didn't know. We did Y, your mom didn't know many years ago. Or they'll stitch, the, stitch each other out different things. We play different games that we don't necessarily get to do. We just have fun and enjoy being each other's company and we also challenge each other. The more I can do that, and more I create that, I do create that outside of holiday periods with my kids and my wife in particular, it helps me as an individual grow. It helps me learn. But more importantly, that space is also around me taking time out for me. And it's really take time out to listen to the different feedback that my wife, my son, my daughter give me. Because that helps me grow as a person. Hitting from the inside out of the outside out. This is what coaching can help you do. If that's something that you're interested in doing, might be for Q4, might be for 2024. I have a limited amount of spaces available for seeing like it is that I want to work with. So if you're interested, just drop an email at hello at mindsetshift.co.uk and we'll have a conversation. We might work together, we might not work together. You never know. Because again, it's not everyone that I speak to that I work with. The same people that you talk to and the, you said the vibe, the chemistry, whatever you want to call it, it's not necessarily there. But if it is and it works, we can make it happen. So think about it. Do you need that space to gain some, to reflect? 
to reflect on this year, to reflect on your career, to reflect on your personal life, to reflect on your business? Are there things that you need to get some clarity around about how to navigate? Again, highest of different areas. And then, and I always say this, once you've done that, we're going to take action. I have a three-strike rule with my clients. If after three sessions, you haven't taken action, everything we talked about, you're out. You don't get the refunds, but I lock off. I'm not there to waste my time. I'm there to help you achieve what it is that you set out to achieve. If you're not doing the work, then this is just a waste of time. If you want to have a conversation, have a conversation with a friend. This is also not a therapy session. This is a session that's been created, time that's been invested, money that's been invested to help you as an individual grow and then have that multiply effect on the impacts and the lives of those around you and those around them. And that's how it develops. So if there's something you're interested in, make it happen. For me, Q4, hmm, Q4 is going to be one filled with a devotional that I am launching. I'll share some information about um, very, very shortly, but it's something, it's a project that I'm super, super excited about. I'm working in it with um, a senior pastor at my local church that I go to. And it is, the samples arrived this week and they looked amazing. It looked absolutely amazing. Like I said, I'm going to share some more about that. Got a number of different speaking engagements coming up. Got some um, audience Q&A sessions coming up with um, Aggie and Dave McQueen. Um, and some of the different bits and pieces that I want to be start sharing a bit more around. I recognize, and that's one piece of feedback that I got again, me listening. People say that I have some great guests on, but they don't want to hear more about me, Some hear more about my work, hear more about my thoughts. I'm listening. And this particular season, I'm going to try and do more of that. I'm going to try and share a lot more. And speaking of amazing guests, though, here is just some of them like coming up over the next couple of weeks. Not all of them, just some of them. Have a look and a listen to some of them and what they have to say. I feel like I am sort of like the anti-benchmark. Just because things are the way they are doesn't mean they aren't really broken. And doesn't mean that there isn't a way to ultimately change them. And in fact, that might be a moral good. I was working for, they weren't terrible. They just weren't good company towards their people. And I thought, well, it'd be really nice to be able to work in like HR and work around people, work with people and see how I can make people's working lives a little bit easier. Like there's so many times I remember I lost $16,000 trying to build a clothing line. I had no idea what I was doing. I haven't like figured it out. But I'm telling you, from flipping iPhones and selling noodles to where I am today, that gap is so massive. We need to celebrate this moment right now. You know, I've always been interested in writing and speaking and storytelling. I was watching Boomerang, you know, that Eddie Murphy film? And I remember there just watching that like, oh my gosh, there's these high-powered women working in these really opulent environments. What is that? Now, I hope you are as excited as I am. Q4, baby! Let's go! I'm excited. This is what happens when you have a month, though. <laughs> you're full of energy, you're full of creativity, but I'm here for it. And I hope you are too.
It's going to be an amazing period. I'm going to finish the year strong. You're going to listen to some inspirational, amazing stories that you're going to learn from, that you're going to take action from. More importantly, hope you and yours are doing well, had a great break, and you're ready to do what you've been called to do. Q4, final quarter of the game. Let's finish well and finish strong. Thank you. Appreciate you for sticking with me. Appreciate you for listening to this podcast. Appreciate you for supporting everyday leadership. If you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, whatever platform you're listening to, YouTube, and just share. Share it with your friends. Let them know something happened here. Different vibe happening every day. This your podcast. Season. While you're still recovering from that amazing conversation, let me give you a quick preview of what we got coming up next week. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Just because things are the way they are doesn't mean they aren't really broken and doesn't mean that there isn't a way to ultimately change them. And in fact, that might be a moral good because when you, I mean, the one good thing about making a bespoke anything is that like, it's a moment when you, um, you birth something into the world, you make it like it's a, it's an experience of creativity and almost everything is really good at its beginnings. You know, like whether it's like a genre of music uh, or a style or even science. In the beginning, there's energy, there's something new that it's challenging whatever had preceded it that was pretty deterministic. And when you're making something new, you feel like you're saying something about yourself.